Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we take a look at five unique Disney World restaurants that we affectionately term as antic dining, or maybe you might want to call it shenanigan dining. These are unique experiences where you get a lot of fun interaction with the cast members that are serving you, and where you get experiences that you may never forget. We go through the unique aspects of each restaurant and let you know what you need to expect and what you need to prepare for, especially if you don't like having a lot of attention called to yourself, like me. Final episode of the podcast at DisneyDecipher.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or Spotify, and we'd really appreciate it if you left us a positive review. Connect with us at DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered, or tweet at us at WDWDeciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies. And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So today we're going to talk about something um, that I couldn't think of a better term for it than antic dining. But basically, uh, let me paint you a picture. There are some restaurants, establishments at Disney World where there's, I guess, for lack of a better term, a lot of audience interaction, audience participation, or maybe the waiters and waitresses kind of can get in your face a little bit. Um, and it's part of the theming. And it's part of the fun for a lot of people, but for someone like me, who's an introvert, um, you know, it is not necessarily fun. Um, but there are a lot of these restaurants um, out there at Disney World, and so I thought we would take a look at five of them today. So we're gonna just uh, take a quick, brief overview of uh, Skipper Canteen, Whispering Canyon Cafe at the Wilderness Lodge, the Hoopty Doo Review, Fifties um, Primetime Cafe, and then also uh, Trader Sam's at the Polynesian, um, and so. You know, I think we can give you a brief overview of kind of what are the antics that are happening there, and that can kind of give you a determination of, about whether you'd feel comfortable going there or not. I know for me, I think that's really helpful for me to know kind of what I'm getting myself into, um, you know, before I have uh, people up in my face. Yeah, so you can steal yourself against the wackiness, I suppose, Joe. I, I think it goes a long way to to note that we're covering five places and it's four of I've, I've dined at four of the five of them. So that goes to show what kind of person I am. And I guess I am also an introvert, but when it comes to Disney, I am, I guess an extrovert. I'm, I really enjoy these ridiculous experiences. And that's part of what I'm paying for in a Disney vacation and I embrace it. So I have made an effort to go to a lot of these locations and um, you know, it's a tough job, but somebody's going to do it. Yeah. And then the one that I went to was just for this podcast. To say right. that the I things, <laughs> the things that I put you through for this podcast, Joe, you must dine here. So. All right. All right. So let's start with your absolute favorite Skipper Canteen. Tell me a little bit about just kind of like, what are the things that go on there that are going to make me uh, make my skin crawl? So Skipper Canteen is in the Magic Kingdom and it is a restaurant where, as the name suggests, it's essentially the Jungle Cruise, a restaurant version of the Jungle Cruise. And your waiters are skippers and you walk in and it's sort of themed like the jungle cruise is themed. Um, like you're on some sort of ship or boat in the Nile somewhere or some Amazon or some similarly exotic location and exploring. So there's lunch and dinner at skipper canteen. And I just love the menu there. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I go it's under one of the most underrated Disney World restaurants, in my opinion, and the waiters are going to ham it up just like your Jungle Cruise skippers will. They're going to be telling all sorts of jokes, and it, you know it really does depend on your waiter and in terms of how much interactivity you're going to get, and also what your reaction is. Like I dined there 
with several other moms at one point on a trip. And we, you know, we had a waiter who was fairly engaged, but then when I dined there with my husband and two kids on our last trip and we completely ate it up, the waiter sensed that and really turned up the ridiculous jokes. And it does take up some extra time. (laughs) So you have to build that in. What's that, Joe? I said, turned up the ham. Oh, turned up the ham factor, I guess is what I mean. But uh, yeah, no, they turned up the the cheesiness and the jokes were like really started going off the rails, like to the point where my husband, whose lifelong dream is to retire and become a jungle cruise skipper was kind of starting to roll his eyes, but you know, we ate it up. I think I've said this before, but like, I enjoy the jungle cruise, but I made me laugh like once per ride. I'm just, I'm dead inside, you know, Grinch. which is weird because I'm pretty dry with the humor, but for some reason, you know, um, so that's why, but I hear the food at Skipper Cantina is actually pretty good too. That might be the only reason I go there. Yeah, the food is the food is really excellent. There's it's it's sort of a, one of those hybrid restaurants that Disney does. It's you know maybe a little bit Southeast Asian, like you can get um, shumai there, and then there's a little bit of just like seafood. You know, really nice fish and really nice shrimp. Um, so it's it's a little bit all over the map, but it's it's more exotic and. Of course, anytime I've alluded to it before that I take my kids to a more exotic restaurant, I'm worried if they're going to eat anything, but my kids did eat something there. There, there was like a version of chicken nuggets that was actually like real chicken um, that they would eat and it came with like rice on the side. So yeah, it worked. It worked for the whole family. We got a few laughs. We rolled our eyes. The, the thing that you really need to go check out if you are a Disney you know, super geek, which I am. Um, I have, well, I, I'm not, I, I have a trend in that direction, I guess, is check out all the decorations. The restaurant has lots of relics from the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, which is a group of characters that tie together all of the Disney parks, like Lord Mystic of Mystic Manor and Hong Kong Disneyland as a member of the society and Mary Oceaneer of the Oceaneer Lab on Disney Cruise Line is a member of the society. So you should go checking in anything behind glass and you're going to see a lot of super geeky Disney lore. Sounds good. So let's uh, move on to the next restaurant, Hoop-dee-doo Review. Where can people find this and um, you know what's going on there? It's actually one of, if not the longest running show, dinner show at uh, Disney World. So Hoop-dee-doo Review is at Fort Wilderness, which is kind of far out there. You have to really plan a lot of time if you're going to go take a taking a show. And if I remember right, the shows, there are three shows a night. And so it's really hard to get the the middle show reservation. So if you want to go, you really need to plan in advance. I did the early show when I went with my family recently. And it is a, everything that you the name might suggest. It is a dinner show, Wild West style with saloon girls and, you know, Wild West cowboys doing ridiculous things. And they sing and they dance on a stage and you get fed Western style food. There's, you know, ribs and chicken and corn and cornbread and all sorts of things that clog your arteries. And it's delicious and ridiculous all at the same time. I actually went, it is an incredibly long running show. I went myself as a child with my family and went again recently with my kids and it's still just as fun. So you have to be, I mean, if you're, if you're an introvert, you can kind of hide a little bit. But there are a couple of people who get caught out of out of the audience and get brought up on stage to be embarrassed. But I don't think I mean, they're, they're looking for somebody who's 
itching to go up there. Uh, so I think you would be safe, Joe. I don't, don't think they would pull you on stage if you decide to eat there. Yeah, because I'm going to go to the bathroom when they're looking for volunteers. <laughs> Smart. Good strategy. Wait, so the show, but, does, does the show on stage um, while you're eating or like it kind of takes pauses or how does that work? Yeah, it takes pauses. It comes and goes. So you, you get seated and then you get a little bit of, an, of an, uh, something to eat at the beginning of your drinks and you, a server comes out and then the show starts and then they take a pause when they bring out um, some of the different courses. I can't remember exactly how the timing works, but you, you have plenty of time to eat, but you, you do continue to eat through the through the show as well. But it's it's pretty fast paced. I mean, if, as you can imagine, they're squeezing in three shows in an evening. They, they move it along. <laughs> so you do have to, to eat fairly quickly, but it's not too, too overdone, I would say. And for um, grownups who do imbibe, you will enjoy the unlimited beer and wine. I think I remember texting you being like, I'm about to be overserved at the hoop to do review here with my kids. I better stop. Yeah, I think you were but, on your yeah, second beer at that time, but yeah. <laughs> but they're big yeah. beers. But yeah, so it, we've certainly felt like we got our money's worth because it's incredibly expensive. It's one of the most expensive dining experiences and the food is not Victorian Alberts. Let's be fair. Yeah. So staying in uh, the Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge area, I dined at Whispering Canyon, like I said, um, just to see what it was like. So there used to be like a ton of antics at Whispering Canyon and it used to be like pretty loud. And I think what happened is since there's kind of rooms like above and it's attached to like the big atrium um, in Wilderness Lodge, um, they kind of cut that down. So I got the lowdown from, from our server and she's like, oh yeah, we used to have a lot more fun, but now kind of the way that they have fun is they have to have the guests do it so you know one of their big gags was when you used to ask for ketchup they would shout out really loud does somebody need ketchup and then all the servers would come out and like pile like you know 25 bottles of heinz on your table so what they've had to do because i guess they're shifting it so that the guests are doing more of the antics um so now it's like whichever it's like when you ask for ketchup and they encourage you to ask for ketchup you'll just get like little kids and their dads and moms um, from other tables, bringing over all these 25 bottles of Heinz ketchup and they drop it off at your table. You get your ketchup. And the next time someone needs ketchup, you and your kids have to bring all your ketchup uh, over there um, and stuff like that. Um, But so they still like, you know, they have some antics in that, like, you know, our server, she gave me a lot of sass, which was pretty funny. And that stuff I'm okay with, you know, cause I just sass them right back. They do have one of those little kind of marches around the, um, restaurant um on this it was like on like kind of horses like pogo stick horses um and our server gave us a nice tip she was like oh send your kids up right now because they're going to run out really fast um but the absolute best and my absolute favorite antic is when i was on my third refill of soda uh and the drinks come in mason jars um but when i was on my third refill of soda she gave me a gallon sized mason jar of diet coke and i pretty much died and went to heaven um at that moment right there when you know you have a problem, Joe. So, yeah. And there's markings on it, too. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a gallon. It's a liter. But it's still quite a bit. It's still. still. No, it's two liters. It was two liters. It was a lot of soda. <laughs> it was a lot of soda. Uh, Did you finish it? No, Jess wouldn't let me. Okay. <laughs> she like she would. I was like, she wouldn't even let me finish half. I probably could have finished half. If, she, if they had started with that soda, like in the beginning, I might have gotten pretty close to finishing it. But that was like on my third or fourth. Well, well done. You got your money's worth in soda, apparently, at uh, Whispering Canyon. 
Yeah, but you want to know the ironic thing, Leslie? So, you know, I got a baby who needs to take a walk every once in a while. I got a son who's potty training, so you got to go to the bathroom. My daughter had to go to the bathroom. Every time I came back, my wife was like, you missed it. They did something else crazy and antically. So maybe I enjoyed the experience because, you know, I was joking about going to the bathroom at Hoop-de-Doo when they're looking for volunteers, but maybe I enjoyed the experience at Whispering Canyon because I was at the bathroom every time they did one of those things. Yeah, you only got the, the half experience at Whispering Canyon. There's more. Next time, I'll send you back, Joe. I just got the soda. That's all that matters. So. That's okay. <laughs> but what I will say, what I will say, and you know, kind of just on this whole, I mean, I'm I'm not, I mean, I'm joking about it, but it's also serious. Like I kind of do feel uncomfortable, like if I'm getting called out or getting the spotlight on me, which I know like lots of people do. I mean, I'm not ashamed of it or anything. It's a pretty normal thing. But what I will say is that. Um, it was pretty obvious to me at Whispering Canyon that, you know, we were there with another family and my kids and the other kids, they were just having a blast. Um, they were having so much fun. And so in the end, like if Skipper Canteen is someplace that my kids are going to love, you know, I'm going to have to end up going there because when it's family vacations, it's really about, you know, how do you maximize your kids fun, at least for us. So. No, I totally agree. Yeah. The things that we do for our kids, I, I'd recommend first and foremost for your kids who do do, I mean, that, that, that is the best experience for, I say, the age that you were about to be entering into. My kids were nine and four at the time we went, and you know they were playing on washboards and jumping up and down and just eating it up. So you know the things we do for our kids, it's totally worth it. Yeah, my kids love shows, so yeah, that that is probably the one I'll try next. Um, and yeah, eventually they get to the age where they stop interacting, so you got to do it while they're young. Yeah, I'm getting very close to that point with my nine-year-old daughter who is rapidly becoming a tween. So I, I'm glad we fit in a lot of these antic experiences on our last on our last trip because she still was able to sort of be a kid again and quit trying to be so cool. And, uh, you know, there weren't her friends there to, to watch her. Uh, these cool kids, man. All right, so 50s Primetime Cafe at Hollywood Studios. What's the uh, gimmick there? So yes, that gimmick is, as it sounds like, your your waiter is or waitress is your mom or dad who is going to chastise you for bad table manners and for not eating, eating your vegetables. So if you put your elbows on the table, they might come around and um, smack them off. Now, like you said, with Whispering Canyon, the antics have been dialed back in recent years. I think they did you know, make some people uncomfortable, like being touched or things like that. Keep your hands to yourself. Thank you. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, and it does, you know, like I said, with some of the other, other locations, your miles definitely will vary depending upon your server. And um, the last time I went there, my server was really not into it. And I definitely felt like I I got shortchanged because that was the reason I was going. I'm like, you know, come on, Um, you know, I'm doing something wrong. Like make my kids eat my, eat their vegetables, that kind of thing. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's probably the least antique of the ones we're including in our, our episode today. So it might be a good beginner experience for those of you who are concerned or worried about what these uh, themed restaurants are going to be like at Disney world. So you're telling me Leslie that you couldn't parent your kids well enough to make them eat your vegetables. So you wanted your waitress to do it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I've talked before about how my kids are terrible eaters. Now, my youngest is really troubling. My daughter's okay. But uh, yeah, if I can pay somebody else to do that and, and get a day off, I'm, I'm, all, I'm on board. I don't blame you. 
these kids, man, these kids. All right. So, and then the last one uh, we'll talk about, it's not actually a restaurant, a table service restaurant. Uh, it's more of a bar, but you can get food there. Actually, I didn't get any food there. So you can tell me a little bit about that, but uh, your favorite place, Leslie. And I think we've talked about it. Um, just a really quick recap of uh, what's going on there. Yes. So Trader Sam's Grog Grotto is a tiki bar in the Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. And there's also a terrace equivalent that's outside. You really want to go, if you're going to get the themed experience, you have to go inside to Grog Grotto. And that is, can be quite the wait. Like if you arrive at, you know, 8 PM, you can often find a, a wait of an hour or more on like a Friday night, something like that. So, so be prepared. Um, and kids are allowed in Trader Sam's until eight o'clock. So if you want to experience this with your children, you can bring them in, um, maybe say do a pre-dinner drink or something like that. So Trader Sam's is the theming all comes with the drinks. So you order a specific drink and there are different shticks that the bar staff has that go with them. Um, you know, you order one of them and, and the volcano on the wall will light up and erupt. You order another one and the, um, Wait staff dresses up in scuba masks and comes around and sprays, you know, like a water gun at everybody, like they're going under under the sea. I mean, they're it's really cute. And and uh, you know, there's some of the the more unique drinks that don't get ordered as much, the, the more expensive ones, the the theming gets brought up a new level. So it kind of encourages you encourages you to order the more expensive drinks so that you can see more of the antics that go with them. And there is I, I will I will tip people off. Um, there is a trick stool at Trader Sam's as well. So if you're going with somebody who's never been before, make sure they sit there. Yeah, I was looking for it. I couldn't figure out which one it was. And I was like, wait, that might that must mean I'm I'm the one in that stool. But uh, I didn't totally put- nothing happened to me, so I figured it was okay. I'm totally putting you in it next time, Joe. Yeah, but I mean you better, you'll have to get me drunk first because you know, I know, I know your plan. So Okay. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, I feel like I ordered the one drink that they didn't do anything for. They're just like, here you go. It was like a pineapple mojito or something. But I was like, okay. So that was pretty funny. But uh, my friend's drink came in this like big voodoo cup. And uh, the waiter was like wearing glasses with like googly eyeballs like bouncing off them. And so it was just pretty awesome. Yeah, my, my favorite drink is the, is the hippopotamitai, which is just a regular Mai Tai. And that does not come with any antics. So you got to take it up a level. Wait, no, no, they did something for the hippo. I can't remember what, but it was some hippo drink. They did something. So maybe they just do it sometimes. I don't know. I've never gotten an antic with a hippopotamus in my time, but so, maybe they did something special for you. Or maybe there was some okay. other hippopotamus. I don't know. I, I just remember seeing something and it was related to a hippopotamus. So maybe they're mixing it up. <laughs> all right. So uh, we should get out of here. We should say, though, that, you know, all these restaurants are, you know, part of the antics is their theming and they're really well themed, but um, the reality is there's plenty of very well themed restaurants in Walt Disney world that don't have antics. Um, You know, sci-fi drive-in at Hollywood studios comes to mind and there are plenty of others out there, but for this episode, we want to talk about the ones that kind of would have the most uh, guest interaction um, just so you can have a heads up if you do or do not want that kind of interaction Um, in terms of Disney do's and don'ts. um, Let's just end with this. We do think that even introverts like me should uh, try at least one of these restaurants at least once. Um, you know, you're in Walt Disney world, be a kid, um, be silly, you know, try it once. Um, that would be our Disney do agree or disagree. Leslie. Agreed. I brought you around to my way of thinking, Joe. Uh, I didn't go that. I, let's not go that far, but, uh, <laughs> a little bit close. We're, we're, we're just, uh, we're meeting in the middle, you know, we're growing together as people. 
Your yin, my yang. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, that about does it for this episode. You can find old episodes of the podcast at DisneyDeciphered.com. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts. We'd really appreciate it and love it if you'd leave us a positive review and uh, share it with someone else who you think might enjoy the podcast. And let us know uh, your favorite restaurants to dine at that have antics or if there are any antic dining restaurants that we admit that we may have missed. Other than that, uh, I'll see you next time, Leslie at Trader Sam's. Thanks, Joe.